Ugh, this is seriously like try number 84 to try to come up with a good bumper. So uh, we're just going to skip into it. Let's go. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I always have a little bit of a chuckle at the beginning of every show like that, and I'm going to give you like the reality of why is because podcasting is a little unique in the sense that although I'm talking to you right now, like in this exact moment, I'm not talking to anyone. I'm sitting here in front of my computer in my car, by the way, looking out uh, in this parking lot that I'm in. And um, I, it's 11 p.m. at night, and I need to get like my energy up. So, and I need to get into this mental space of being here with you and being super like exuberant and excited. And so, I always like started off with a laugh at the beginning, which is hilarious. And I, I start laughing, and then I start talking in the beginning, and I just figured okay, I'll be done with my laugh, but inevitably all the time I laugh. So when you hear me laugh going, hey, what's going on? Welcome to the show. That's why. It's because I'm getting revved up for you. So, so happy that you're here. I hope you had an amazing week, a super productive week. You know, I hope you got a lot of things done that you wanted to get done and just got to have a, a lot of amazing moments. This past week was an uber productive week for me. I did a lot of those things that I have been putting off because I make up in my mind that they're going to take so much time and energy and I don't really want to do them, which is why I make up that story. Um, So I just did a lot of those. I took the drama out of all of those tasks and just did them. And they were a lot of the things that are really imperative to move the needle forward in the Biz Women Rock business. And so I'm so excited uh, and I feel so accomplished, so satisfied and happy with myself that I was able to do those things. And I wanted to share just a quick story with you because I had an experience this week that completely overwhelmed me with happiness and joy. And I wanted to share it with you because I think being able to take it and take a lesson from it might be something useful for you. So I am a part of a mastermind on a weekly basis. I think I've talked about this before. So I participate in a mastermind once a week with four other super amazing, savvy businesswomen who are just amazing and awesome. And I think I've said that already. But here's the deal. So it's June at the time of this recording, and we've been masterminding for quite some time. But we decided to have sort of a mid-year check-in. And Natalie Ekdahl, who uh, is the creator of my mastermind and happens to be a mastermind genius, by the way. So if you want to participate in a mastermind, she's the one you need to go see. Um, So Natalie Ekdahl, great friend of mine who is sort of the leader and the coordinator of this mastermind, had told us, hey, we're going to have sort of a mid-year check-in. So come prepared to talk about sort of where you are comparatively to where you said you wanted to be back in January. And then we're going to do affirmations. And I was a little confused by it. I was like, a little hoity-toity. Okay, people, we're just going to affirm each other. Oh, joy. I know. Yes, I have those thoughts too. Um, So here's what happened. I got on the call and we all meet over Zoom. And just one by one, we we each had eight minutes. And so for the first, let's say, three to four minutes, 
each of us, and I'll just give myself a, this example. So I gave sort of the update as where where my business is, what I the goals that I had made back in January, and where I was in comparison to those goals right now. And then those the rest of that four to five minutes, each individual came at me with their thoughts about me and who they thought that I was, why they um, were honoring me, uh, just all these beautiful, amazing things about me. And I have to tell you that I cried. Like I cried. I don't even know if the girls really saw that I was crying, but I was, I mean, tears were coming down my face. It was so beautiful to just hear what these women thought of me and what they have thought of me because of how they've observed me and who I have shown up to them as uh, over the course of our relationship together. And I wanted to tell you this because it hit me in that moment how I was a little resistant to hear that because I've been really beating myself up uh, over the past couple of weeks, months, actually, <laughs> really ever since I became a mom because I'm not able to function at the capacity that um, I had prior to being a mom. And I'm learning this new, I'm learning something new. I'm learning how to go at business a whole new way. And so it's very frustrating for me because I'm, I, I can't, I can't speed the way that I want to, right? So, um, so I immediately sort of put up some walls. Like I didn't want to hear this. I was coming up with mental excuses as to why what they were saying was not true. And then just a couple seconds into it, I realized that that was not the point of this, that it was all about me owning and accepting and, and allowing all of those comments in. And that's why I was crying. So it was so powerful because it helped me get beyond this sort of ego of I'm not good enough, which by the way, in our main event segment, I'm I'm going into a very deep vulnerable dive about all of this stuff. So if you have ever felt I'm not good enough or I'm an imposter or I don't know what the F I'm doing, <laughs> you definitely want to listen to that segment. Um, but I have felt a lot of that lately and I'm just going to be straight with you about that. So this particular exercise washed me and cleansed me and I was so grateful for it. And we record the mastermind calls and I'm going back to listen to what everyone said because that is something that I treasure and it's so honest and beautiful and pure and those words are what I will continue to cling on to in order to watch my business grow because clinging on to those negative thoughts don't really get me anywhere. So I wanted to share that with you so that if you do mastermind already or if you do meet with people or just for yourself um, maybe you can reach out to friends that you have, people who know you in the business sense, who can just, if you could just say, hey, listen, I know this sounds so corny, but it, just ask them, can you can you just write me what you think about me? Like, that would be really awesome. Or if you do have a structured, like, accountability partner, um, a business buddy, anything, just uh, take aside some time to write affirmations or to say affirmations to each other. It is so powerful, and it will completely... Um, the best visual I can come up with for it is that it soothes that inner soul and allows, it sort of like cleanses the soil so that your your seeds can grow from there. So I just, I, I personally want to thank every member of my mastermind. They are amazing. Um, and once again, if you are interested in participating in a mastermind, go to bizchicks.com. Um, I think it's forward slash work with me. Natalie Ekdahl is the master of masterminds. And um, this is one that she put together for a group of other ladies that I'm in there with. And it's it's the best part of my week every week. So 
Anyway, that's what is going on with me. Let's get into our show. Coming up on today's show, our main event segment is featuring yours truly. I am giving you a very, very open and honest account of how to get out of a very dark space in business. We all have them. We all have some low lows. And I'm giving you a real account of literally the moment that I was in it and some practical tips on how to get out of that. Then on our Biz Women Books segment, we're going to be reviewing the book Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. You may not know this, but she is by far my all-time favorite person. If you asked me who I wanted to sit down with uh, out of anyone in this entire world, she would be the person. So we're going to be reviewing her book. And then for our product review segment, I actually have a member of the Biz Women Rock community calling in and giving us her review on the tool Slack. You're going to love it. So let's do this. First up, Biz Women on the Move. Biz Women on the Move is our segment where we highlight amazing accomplishments from the women who are part of the Biz Women Rock community. Today we're highlighting Jodi Agard of Happy Vibes on the Go. She is a published author, a copywriter, as well as a life coach. Here's a cool little success story from Jodi. Hi, my name is Jodi Agard and I'm a huge fan of Biz Women Rock and I've always been a huge fan. Katie. She's just genuine and amazing. She's got so many great tips and tools. But it was really interesting. Um, I went into being um, a member of this Women Rock as just strictly a certified life coach. And I've spoken to Katie a few times about, you know, my business model and certain things about gaining clients um, and putting myself out there. I was also a published author, or I am also a published author. And when I had... Um, one morning, actually, when I was getting ready for work and I was going to start my day and I, you know, it was kind of crazy getting the kid ready for school and all this stuff. And I had one of the podcasts, Biz, Biz Women Rock, um, in the background. And I was just going about my business and something really caught my ear um, as I was getting ready that morning. And it was basically a guest on there who was explaining that, in, in a nutshell, that within your business, you know, just to pay attention to the ideas and the, the systems and the things that aren't working and don't hold so tightly on and be willing to kind of look outside the box and and um, shift and move um, as needed, basically. And a little light bulb went off because I realized in that moment that I was doing just that. And here I was, you know, as a life coach sharing my gifts with that on that platform. I was also really failing to see the gifts that I have in my writing. And ultimately, you know, like I said, the little light bulb went off, and it was really all because of, um, of the podcast and just listening to her guests. And essentially, basically what happened is my business has really morphed into not only just coaching, but writing and doing freelance writing. And really, one of the things I'm passionate about is shining light on other people. That was the biggest pivotal moment. That's one of the things that I love to do is to shine the light on other people. And I do that through my coaching and um, my freelance writing and even some virtual assistant type things. And you can find me at um, Happy Vibes on the Go. H-A-P-P-Y-V-I-B-E-S on the go.com. So 
thanks to Katie and the wonderful Biz, Biz Women Rock community, the entire community. Um, I so appreciate it. And once again, Katie, thank you. Are you are truly an inspiration in all that you do, and I absolutely love, love, love all the guests that you have. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that success, Jody. That's awesome. I'm so happy uh, that you had a really cool moment and it completely shifted your business. So if you're listening and you are in the need of copywriting skills, I cannot recommend Jody enough. Go visit her website, happyvibesonthego.com, and go contact her. Or if you're a part of the Biz Women Rock Facebook group, just go in there, go search for her, go message her, go tag her, tell her that you uh, want to chat with her because she is amazing. Three steps to getting out of the dark moments in business fast. I stared at my computer screen in disbelief. Not one person had commented in the chat below the live webinar video. That's never happened. I'd ended my webinar knowing it wasn't the best, knowing there weren't that many people in attendance, knowing the Facebook ads I had concentrated on to drive traffic to the registration page had only garnered 24 signups. And in webinar stats, that meant that maybe 12 people would actually show up to the live show and maybe one person would actually invest in the course I was offering. I knew all this when I started the webinar, but I remained positive. Don't look at the stats, Katie. Just concentrate on giving great information and offering them help. If you can help one person by delivering this great information, then you've done an awesome job. And it's great practice for you. So I did just that. I concentrated on delivering the best education I could possibly deliver about Facebook groups and how powerfully they work for your business. I concentrated on the one person who is listening and getting value out of my words. But when I ended the live feed, I noticed that not one person had entered the chat. When I checked the recorded video, it showed nothing but the first slide the entire time during my presentation. When I checked the stats on my lead pages to see how many people had actually landed on that live webinar page, it showed the number five. Five people watched the first slide of my presentation while I talked through slides I thought they could see for 45 minutes. What the hell am I doing? That question didn't enter my mind relating to this webinar. That question came from the core of me, begging me to answer for myself as an entrepreneur. Seven years into running a business alongside my husband and two years into starting my own business, I was questioning whether I was cut out for this thing called business ownership. I was questioning everything I was doing, all because of a damn webinar fail. That's what this thing does, though. Entrepreneurship jars you out of any sense of stability and normalcy and requires you to question yourself all the time. It forces you to take a harsh look at yourself in painful moments, when revenues aren't coming in the way you want them to or need them to, when a marketing tactic you tried flopped horribly, when you have pages and pages of items on your to-do list and you feel like you're drowning in them without any sense of where the hell you're going. Am I focused too much on the money? I'm asking myself. Is this happening because I'm not truly in line with my purpose? Is my husband right? Am I standing in the way of my own success? Am I blaming everything on everyone else for my lack of business growth? I'm a mom. I'm running my an entirely different company all of these years since I've had BWR. That's why I haven't been able to get it off the ground. 
Once the flood of self-deprecating and self-doubting thoughts slowed down, I cried. Hard. Like, seriously, like gut, guttural cries. I let myself bathe in a giant pool of self-pity and felt the cosmic shift of energies. I had literally just felt like I could conquer the world yesterday. What the hell happened? This is the emotional underbelly of business, the self-doubt, the second-guessing, the constant recalibrating. Sometimes we simply question the, the decision that we just made, and sometimes we question our entire entrepreneurial existence. For a few seconds, or even a few days, the solid foundation of confidence and clarity that we rely on to build our dreams is unsteady, and that can really screw things up. Have too many of these moments, and all of a sudden, the momentum in your business can come to a screeching halt. These moments of doubt are normal, although we don't often speak about them publicly. We definitely don't speak about them. We're in the midst of one. I mean, how much of a quote-unquote expert can I be if I tell you that not one person invested in my course after I spent 50 bucks on Facebook ads? How can I possibly be seen as a great leader of the Biz Women Rock community if I allow you to see that I have moments of questioning what the hell I'm doing or feeling like a complete failure or having to do some serious personal work to stop the internal onslaught of negativity that comes my way anytime I perform less than perfectly, which is always, by the way. The good news is that I'm an eternal optimist, and that means no matter how low I go, I will always find and live in the silver lining and share the lesson, because I believe that taking you along for my business journey may ultimately make a difference in your business journey. So here it is. Here's the lesson. Three steps that I use to get out of the dark moments in business. Step one, extract your toxic thoughts. Before we can approach our situation with any sense of effectiveness, we first have to eliminate any of the darkness from our minds and our bodies. We need to extract the negative thoughts and feelings that are swirling around inside of us. I don't know if you remember in the Harry Potter movies, but there's this scene where Professor Dumbledore points his wand at his head and like sucks out the memories that he no longer has room for. And then he places them from the wand into this pond of memories of sorts. It's like a storage for all of these memories. This is the exact vision that I have every time I think about this. Suck out those dark thoughts, comments, judgments, and analyzations that are swimming in your head. Here are a few practical ways that you can do this. The first is to write in a journal. Seriously, if anyone were to read my personal journal, they would think that I'm the most depressed and miserable person in the world. And it's not because I am. It's because my journal has a purpose. It's literally the dumping ground for all the things I need to work out. The situations I'm not happy with, the things that enrage me, the negative thoughts and feelings I'm experiencing... I do this because writing is therapeutic for me, and the process helps me not only state the things that are often hard to verbalize, but it helps me come with, up with solutions, insights, and ideas as I'm writing. I often will have the answer to an issue by the time I finish writing in a journal entry. The power of a personal journal is the element of privacy. No one can see your words, and therefore you are completely free to write down everything, no matter how ugly it may be. And when you can literally see what happened or what's going on, you can take the power out of it and move forward. Another thing you can do 
is you can write letters that you don't send. So back in my 20s, I wrote a lot of what I called FU letters to the constant stream of men in my life. Uh, in these letters or emails, I let myself say everything I was thinking and feeling because I knew I, I wasn't going to send it to them. I have coaching clients who write you suck emails to customers or employees when they're frustrated, never sending them, of course. Going through this process will oftentimes reveal a massive amount of resentment, anger, or frustration that you may have with yourself or others that once you recognize it and have it handled, it can totally free you up to approach your business as your best self. One of the last things that you can do is you can talk to someone. While it may not be in your nature to tell everyone about the low moment you're in, you most likely have at least one person you can turn to in moments like these. Call them up. Ask them to listen and to let you vent. Verbal vomit all over the place until you feel relieved and completely empty. Similar to writing, putting your thoughts and feelings into words helps you minimize the seriousness of the moment and oftentimes reveals the answers you're looking for as you talk things out. There is one very important thing to note for this one, though. Please make sure that the person you're talking to is either an entrepreneur or is a thousand percent supportive of your entrepreneurial life. I have made the mistake in my early business years of entrusting the space to a friend who loved me dearly, but was not a business owner, nor did she really ultimately support me being one. So in my most vulnerable moments, I not only got her sympathy, but her constant concerns about my business endeavors. And believe me, you can only defend your decisions so much when you're in a tender moment like that. So choose this person wisely. Step two, take the drama out. Now that you've extracted all the emotions and negativity from the situation, you can finally look at it without the drama. It's time to face the situation head on and see it for what it is. Here's an example. Situation with drama. I'm a loser. I completely failed that webinar. I can't make money. BWR is a total failure. Why can't I get this right? So many others are kicking ass in their online businesses and I can't seem to move an inch forward. What's wrong with me? Situation without drama. That did not work very well. <laughs> the Facebook ads I created were not that well done and could have performed a lot better. I didn't sell any courses. I didn't have that many people on the webinar. The former is all emotion and perception. The latter is all facts, plain and simple. The power of taking the drama out of the situation is that once you do, you can see solutions. I can't easily come up with a solution for I'm a loser, but the Facebook ads were not well done stares at me in the face with a call to tweak the ad to make it perform better. No drama, just facts, which lead to solutions. Step three, get up and do it better. Quote, winners aren't those who haven't failed. Winners are those who never give up. End quote. Autumn Calabrese, 21 Day Fix Fitness Program. I listen to this every morning as I work out with Autumn on my computer screen. It always hits me square in the face as I recognize that once I extract my thoughts and take the drama out of the situation, my only job is to continue moving forward in my business. That's the only thing I can do. Keep taking action the best way I know how in the moment. And that's where we all experience success. When we simply keep working and making progress. 
It may take me a few more times to get those Facebook ads to work. Heck, it may take me months to find the precise equation of ads, webinars, back office funnels that produces the visibility and sales I'd like to see for my Facebook group's Rock eCourse. And as my mom always likes to point out, once that perfect combination is found, that's when it's all going to change again. The point is that this entire game of business is just that, a game. And just like a game, it has its painful moments and its moments of ecstasy. But every day we show up to play, the better we get and the more memories we make. So here's your challenge. These low moments are very normal in business, yes. But a big goal of mine is to have less and less of them because every time I have to go through this process, it takes me out of my game for a bit. So I've given myself a challenge that I want to extend to you. Make the decision to sidestep all this bullshit. (laughs) This three-step process has been very effective for me, but there's always a way to completely sidestep all of them and just jump into the place of action. And here it is. Recognize how unproductive this is and then simply decide to step into action that comes from your inner purpose immediately. Look, this takes a lot of work and discipline, but the bottom line is this. Wallowing in a low moment in your business is ultimately unproductive. While you're quote unquote out dealing with the emotional recovery from this down moment, you're taking away energy from your forward movement of your company. Self-pity and self-doubt give you absolutely nothing in return, but they take everything, time, energy, and fun. So just decide that you're awesome and that you're going to get up and play the game and then go. Moving into action. So after I sat down and cried my eyeballs out, I worked through this three-step process and it produced a few things that I wanted to share with you. So number one, I realized that I needed a better lead magnet for my Facebook ad. The one I used at the time was called Seven Facebook Group Leader Hacks That Will Inspire Your Community to Action. It didn't perform very well. My brilliant husband then asked me, well, what's the number one question that people ask you about Facebook groups? Easy, I answered. They always ask me how they can get their current group more active or start a group with a lot of activity. So my new lead magnet is called Seven Secrets to Jumpstarting Your Facebook Group, Easy Ways to Get Your Group Active and Engaged Now. We'll see how that one performs, but my guess is that it's more in line with what my avatar is actually looking for. Number two, I realized that I needed an in-depth meeting with my good friend who does my Facebook ads. He is a genius, and part of the bad performance was me not getting him everything that he needed to make the ads perform well. Three, I saw that there were definitely some tweaks I could make in my entire funnel, on my sales page, within my email nurture series, and definitely within my webinar presentation. You know, it'd be nice for people to actually see the slides that I'm talking about the whole time. (laughs) And the fourth, I was reminded again to enjoy this journey. I have every confidence that my business system will hum beautifully sometime soon, but until that day, I really want to enjoy building it. As you continue along your business journey, know that all of us are experiencing low lows and high highs. You are definitely not alone, but you are ultimately the one who's in charge of how you handle them. And my wish for you is that you handle them by reminding yourself what a badass you are and by doing everything you possibly can to enjoy this game. Let's rock it out. Biz Women Books. 
That is the segment we were in, and I want to give a little shout-out to Lauren Oberweger, my good friend and genius literary lady who gave me the idea for this segment. Uh, Actually, just the idea for this title, and then I created it into a podcast segment. So the reason we're doing this is because I want to be able to showcase some really amazing books that can have a direct impact on your business. Today's segment is brought to you by Synergistic Funding, your source for anything you need to finance your business. I'm here with Kayor Patel and Naeem Hamdar of Synergistic Funding. Naeem, I'm going to pick on you. Tell me one great tip that you would give to any businesswoman who's looking for funding right now for her business. Hey, Katie. Yeah, so here's a great tip that all businesswomen should take advantage of you know, the age of technology, you want to optimize your business so that the business is not dependent on you and only you, right? So if something happens to you, your business still operates. From a lender's perspective, the more that you can optimize and the more that you can automate, the better your chances are at getting the funding that you need. Awesome. You guys can find out more by going to synergisticfunding.com. Today, we're highlighting Elizabeth Gilbert's new book, Big Magic. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, why on a business show are we talking about a book about big magic? And if you know anything about Elizabeth Gilbert, uh, it's all about creativity. She is a writer and she is a creative writer uh, and sort of a spokesperson about creativity. So the reason I'm highlighting this book is truthfully because it just made a massive impact on me. Uh, which makes a massive impact on my business and what kind of businesswoman I show up to be for my company every single day. So I want to go through and just give you bullet points. And then I have a special member of the Biz Women Rock community who's going to give her review and why she loved the book and how it really has impacted her. So here are the bullet points about the book. The major thesis is that each and every one of us is a creative being And it's our responsibility not to follow our passion per se, but to follow our curiosity. Because by being a curious person, it allows our creativity to really live in a space that is not judged by us. Um, It's not held up to this standard of, oh, if you're this creative person who has you know, uh, might have a curiosity or an interest in ice skating, you need, that doesn't mean that you need to be an Olympic ice skater. It just means you need to enjoy that process of going and ice skating. Another major point was we owe it to ourselves to follow our curiosity and to allow our creative selves to practice and to live out there in the world. And so many times, we think that following this curiosity, or as we sort of tend to say in our normal jargon, our following our passions is supposed to be what funds our lifestyle. And Elizabeth makes a very, in my opinion, very controversial, but very powerful argument for why we should not depend on our creativity to fund our life. And she gives this whole story about how she ha- like worked oodles and oodles of jobs And she did it all the while while she was writing because she was so passionate about writing and she loved writing and that was her creative outlet. It's always been her creative outlet. But that she never relied on her writing to be the moneymaker. And by doing that, it released so much pressure 
from that creativity. And I just loved that because so often we feel like, where is my creative space? Like, where do I really live creatively and where do I shine creatively? And the American dream is that that has to earn me money, right? And that should earn me money on a big scale to be able to build this big life that I want. And that's that's when this idea of following your dreams and following your passion lines up with, you know, get, making all this money. And she just demystified that to a point that really stated, make it important to be creative and take away the pressure of needing to fund that creativity or fund your life through that creativity. If it happens, that's awesome. Um, but don't rely on that from the get-go. So that was a really amazing point. Now I want to bring in the fabulous Miss Jerry Manal, who will give you her review of Big Magic. Hi, my name's Jerry Manal. Along with my husband, I'm the owner of my favorite art place, a multi-dimensional art business that caters to both a wholesale and a retail market. We create custom artwork for corporate environments, homeowners, as well as work with artists, photographers, and designers in helping them to grow their business. Being married to an artist and working with artists, the book Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert resonated with me on several levels. Everyone is creative, and her giving permission to everyone, anyone, to make things and not worry whether they're good, bad, or indifferent is truly wonderful. She even gives a simple recipe if you're one of those who doesn't feel like you're passionate about anything special and that you don't have, quote, talent, end quote. Simply let curiosity rather than passion be your career guide. Simply allow yourself, encourage yourself to be curious about something, then something else, then something else, and without even realizing it, you'll be on the path of a charmed, interesting, and passionate existence. Her stories about art pieces Finding her and other artists is so real to me and gave me language for something I've observed and discussed with artists. Being visited by divine spirits of creativity, this explains the serendipitous moments and more importantly gives relief to the uninspired moments. I loved her explanation that when things went really well in public performances, people would chant, Allah, 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 and then as people migrated across the globe with accents, that switch to ole, ole, ole. You know that feeling when you're watching or listening to a performance, the artist is in their zone, you go right with them. Big magic happening there. She even gives the steps to working with a creative experience. When it's not happening for you, she talks about taking on the viewpoint of courting creativity, dressing up for it, making a nice space where creativity would want to visit you. Being a bodyguard of your hours, making sure that you routinely do your creativity, so that you get these habits in. I love that she unabashedly says that she does what she does for herself. And if she helps someone in the process, oh, yay. But that's not her motivation. That's so different and so freeing. Overall, listening to this audiobook has given me permission for many things I didn't even realize I was holding back on myself. It's given me language so I can better help my clients and better understand and support them. I've told dozens of people about this book. I get it's controversial, especially in the art community. However, I firmly believe everyone should seek out her TED Talks. We all have something we can learn or a viewpoint that can be strengthened. My name's Jerry Manoff from My Favorite Art Place, and I love, love, love the book Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. All right. I think that sums it up. If you have not quite read Elizabeth Gilbert's Big Magic, please do yourself a favor and do so. My favorite way to read books is to listen to them on Audible. 
you can get a free book on Audible just because you are a member of the Biz Women Rock community. All you have to do is go to bizwomenrock.com forward slash books and you'll see the Audible uh, little graphic right there. All you got to do is click on it, register, and you'll get your first book for free. Go download Big Magic. It rocks. You'll love it. Today's product review is brought to you by Facebook Groups Rock. If you are tired of your Facebook page not getting any action and not getting seen by everyone, then make sure you start a Facebook group where everyone who says that they're interested in you and your brand will see everything that you're doing and they can connect with all the other members who are in your group. Start your own Facebook group today. Go to bizwomenrock.com forward slash Facebook groups rock. Today we're reviewing the tool Slack, S-L-A-C-K. It is a messaging app for teams. You can go find them at slack.com. To give this review, I have fellow biz women rocker, Miss Jessica Rhodes of Interview Connections. Hey, Katie, it's Jessica from interviewconnections.com, and I'm calling to tell you a little bit about Slack. Slack is honestly my favorite tool that we use at Interview Connections. Our guest bookers, our marketing team, our sales team, we're all on Slack. It's a way for us to all instant message each other, either directly or in group channels. And the difference it's made in our business is that we no longer need to communicate with each other in email. So it takes so much communication out of email. And my favorite thing that it's done for our team has really improved our culture. Being virtual, it's very hard to establish a team culture and team dynamic. And one thing Slack has is a Giphy integration. So we can communicate with memes and GIFs, and it has us all laughing. So I definitely recommend that other biz women rock listeners use Slack. If you have any team, you can use it with a mastermind group or accountability partners or anyone, really, your family. It's super fun. And I'm honestly on the free version. You can get a lot done with the free version. So hope that helps. Again, this is Jessica Rhodes calling from interviewconnections.com. And thanks so much for the show. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Jess. Really appreciate that. If you think you can use Slack as an internal messaging app for you and your team, go to slack.com and check them out. All right, that brings this week's show to a close. Thank you so much for being here. Really hope that you got something out of this. Most important to me is that something in here stuck with you and it's something that you can use literally right now in your business. You can turn around, go use it, some idea, thought, strategy, whatever it is. That is what is most important for me for this show, that this information is actionable for you. I mean, otherwise, what the hell are we just doing? We're just soaking up all this information. You got to use this stuff. All right. I hope you have an amazing day. I'll see you on next week's show. Bye.